Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the season finale of Zone Time. I'm Julian. Sam is here from the broadcast. Uh, Tic Tac Tomar, you know him for his gifts and Leafs takes and Leafs tears, yeah. frustration, yeah, Leafs agony, keep going, Leafs pain, yeah, keep going. Yeah. And Avery's also here as well. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Um, we are a couple days out from the beginning of NHL free agency. We know the NHL draft happened last week as well. Uh, Nashville was very fun. Thanks for asking. Uh, but we'll talk about free wow. agency. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? It was okay. It was fun. It was okay. You know, you guys are, uh, you know, was wondering if anyone wondered how I was doing. Why? How, how was Nashville? How was Nashville, Julian? Nashville was actually okay. It was actually a fun time. I'm not a country music person, but I found a way to, to have fun. It was cool to meet people there. I met like Elliot Friedman for the first time. That was cool. Mm. Is he nice guy. the same? Yeah. He's actually the same. He's actually not. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a humble dude. He's a yeah. very humble dude. Like he's not mm-hmm. like a big time dude. Like he's not someone like when he's in those spaces, he gets like all big timey and like big ego with everybody. <laughs> not gonna lie, I thought I thought he had that. I thought he would like uh, walk into like not all events and be like number one insider. I know everything. <laughs> nah, he was chill. He was chill the whole time. Like all these reporters were getting like lit to like Lil John, and he's just sitting at his table, just chilling, just like yes, yes. He's just he's just there. He was fine. So yeah, Nashville was really cool. Uh, I was there for when Carey Price forgot David Reinbacker's name. Ooh. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Was that awkward to watch on TV? Yo, that was tough to watch on TV because now, regardless of what happens in Reinbacker's career, we're always going to remember, hey, remember when Carey Price butchered his, if I completely forgot his name? Like, there, I hear, if he like becomes a star, there's going to be like a, a highlight package where it's just like, well, you know what? I, I just dropped Dave. We didn't know what you know. He didn't. They didn't know what his name was, but now they do, and they show like all these clips and stuff. I can see it, but that's something's gonna follow him. Um, but you know, it's it's unfortunate, and it didn't happen again. I think I'm pretty sure Picarene, like forgot oh. forgot the second Nashville pick. I I, for, I I might have missed that. I'm not sure. Um, but, I will I will say this though. Um, Connor Bedard uh, going to Chicago. I still feel for Vancouver fans. He should have been theirs. I'm sorry, Sam. Like, it's just, he should have gone there. He doesn't even, I mean, look, I'm sure he's happy about being in the NHL, and I'm sure he's gotten over the fact that he's not going to play for his hometown team, but I'm sure there's a part of him inside that knows he should have been there. 
he should have been. I thought of you, Sam. I'm happy. I'm happy to have been thought of. <laughs> I really, I'm not going to lie to you. I fully forgot the draft was happening because for whatever godforsaken reason, they decided to do it on a random Thursday in June, which made absolutely no sense. A Wednesday night and a Thursday morning slash morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Midweek. Yeah. I wasn't like on a Wednesday in the middle of my work week, like, oh yeah, I gotta gotta make sure I watch the first round of the NHL draft. <laughs> I used it on a Saturday, like every other normal league. Yeah. Uh, Asheville would have been destroyed. But yeah, I fully forgot the only other thing I'll say, I think I'm allowed to say it. Uh, I had to film one of those uh, men on the street videos for the athletic, and we were trying to get people to read out uh, player names, either if they were hockey players or country music stars. And oh. uh, I met Bill Daly, and uh, Bill Daly politely declined to be in our video. Oh, would have been funny though if you did say yeah. It would have been hilarious. I really wanted him to do it, but he. Before answering, we just want to let you know. We just want to say that the league isn't in the best place it's ever been officiating is great the salary cap is awesome even though a player like phillips is dina who's making 1.83 can go on waivers and no one picks him up for some reason does that say more about the player or more about the cat or more about saw, everyone's cap i saw your tweet about that and i don't know i feel like there are a lot of teams that are like right up against it right like before free yeah. agency we saw a lot of just like full-on cap dump trades but at the same time like zadina also hasn't been the player that a lot of people thought Zadina was going to be. However, we've also seen a lot of instances of teams do the same thing where it's like, hey, you were a high round pick and you were supposed to do well and you didn't work in this situation, so maybe it'll work here. So that's why I was surprised like a team like I don't know, Ch Chicago, Ottawa, even Vancouver, for example, like, like didn't didn't pick him up. So I don't know. Three goals last year, I believe, with Detroit. I mean you want him to pan out and be better, but if he doesn't work at under two million, I mean, if he was league min, I think teams pick him up. But under two million, that's a slightly more expensive mistake than you want to pick up. That's my guess, I want to say, but clearly because of the cap, like, and I know it's gonna supposed to go up in a couple of years, but like, that's why we're seeing like Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi and all these guys sign like one year deals, which brings us to the first segment that I want to bring you guys to because around this time a lot of people like to do the whole who's the winner who's the loser free agent period why don't we just look at it from the perspective of these GMs I'm gonna bring up a GM's name you guys need to tell me should we let them cook or should they shut it down like a terrible cook in MasterChef or Hell's Kitchen like Gordon Ramsay needs to go over to the table and tell them to shut it down take off the the apron, and F off. Does that sound a lot more enticing than winners and losers? I thought I was trying something. No, that's hilarious. Chef Ramsay, oh my gosh. Those moments oh in Hell's God. Kitchen. Oh my like, God. Where he would like, he purposely called them over. Like, hey, you, come here. And then say, you, 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 up upstairs. <laughs> Those moments would be hilarious. Because they'd be like all the way across the kitchen and you'd make them walk over just to, just for, so you can tell them to to their face. To, to get out of the kitchen like that was that's hilarious so i think it works definitely i'm not surprised that uh avery didn't respond to that because he doesn't seem to know what good food is 
What? Wow. wow. I know what good food is again. Don't you have steak well done? You bet I do. You bet I do. I All right, let's just get to this subject, okay? Who my plate? Cooking meat well done. <laughs> let's just get to the segment, okay? Before you embarrass yourself further. I'm going to mention a GM's name, and you tell me, should we let them cook, or should they shut it down? Let's start off with the GM we all know very well on uh, this fair show. Bradshaw Living, the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, looked like a lot of people hated him after day one. Maybe a bit of a change in day two. I'll start with you, Omar. Let him cook or shut it down. Uh, I say let him cook. I think I think Brad Jolivering kind of has an idea of what of what he wants to mold the team to be. I guess my only concern is that he changes the team a little too much. And if the cooking revolves around the idea of William Nylander being traded, then I don't know. I don't know if I'm on board with that. But so far, I don't know. It seems like you know, like like the you know, he had some reflection with Sheldon Keefe. I think they've talked about like what the team needs to be and where where they need to go and what they need to do to make it to a point where they aren't just like a joke. They aren't called soft. They aren't, you know, they can actually win games in the playoffs. So I don't know. I think so far it should be okay. But honestly, I think when it comes to cooking in the lease, it might be Brandon Pridham because there's a lot of cap gymnastics they have to go to. But I I say let him cook for now. Okay, Avery, should we let him cook? Oh, I I. Obviously, I'm in the middle. I'm mean, halfway, halfway cook. I'm shut it down. I mean, the Ryan Reeves deal. That's is that, like, that's it. No, whoa, 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 whoa! You can't just let like, sort of not cook and then sort of shut it down. Yeah, pick a side. Wow! I just wow. Can't put the burners on low. Says who? Who's not like it? Says says me. It's his game. <laughs> Easy. Are you letting him cook or are you let him shut down? All right, all right, all right fine. I'll. I'll say, like, I want to see what more. I do want to see what more actually does. I wasn't wasn't really fan of the term with Ryan Reeves deal. The gratuity deal is interesting as the Max Domi deal, but it's like the Reeves deal. If this was Ryan Reeves five years ago, okay, cool, let him cook. If it was Ryan Reeves with the Gold Knights or St. Louis, sure. But that term would like that 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 term like Ryan Reeves, who is pushing forty, he's thirty six years old, is as, as, as a player from five years ago, where yeah, he could give you a goal here and there. Along with being hard to play again, now the Ryan Reeves who played with the Rangers in the Wild isn't that same guy. So it was a bit of uh, a questionable to me in that aspect. Okay, fine. What about you, Sam? Do we let him cook or do we uh, shut it down for Brad Trilliver? I would be really concerned about letting him cook based on the last little bit. Like, mm. I don't shut it down. You know, man. Like everything Avery said about Ryan Reeves, Max Domi. Tyler Bertuzzi, I mean, like, yeah, I guess Tyler Bertuzzi is going to be in a position where you plug him in and he's going to have, like, crazy numbers because he, he gets to play with whoever. But, like, the bottom six moves, the Klingberg's signing, like, I don't know, Matt. I don't, I don't really love any of this. And I look at their cap space. They're currently projected to have a cap hit of $92,331,450. That's almost $9 million of over the cap even with LTIR they'd be 3.2 million over like I don't know man that is I would have a lot of concerns about letting him cook this and like the discourse around I know we're going to get to the William Nylander discourse but it's just yeah it's not looking good for big Willie man I don't know if I'd let this man cook okay all right remember this man was the golden do-rag winner 
how many months ago for a completely different team. Yeah, now he's the GM of the league. That changed. Oh, that changed a lot. Now we don't know. Some people don't know if we should trust him in a kitchen. (laughs) I think that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, a lot of their cap issues aren't his fault. I don't know that they could have done anything differently, but like near signing those contracts and ending up with not enough space for William Nylander is just yeah to be determined and and hold your fire on William Nylander because I specifically blocked off a segment so we yeah. can discuss uh, Big Willie style what about Kyle Dupas in Pittsburgh I understand they don't have a general manager in Pittsburgh as of yet but he's the general manager he's the captain now uh, Avery should we let Kyle Dupas cook uh, with some of the moves that he's made so far, basically trying to uphold a team that has aging superstars at the front, or should he shut it down? Uh, no, I, I say let him cook. Again, he, he got there. Caldo has been there, barely enough to hang up his coat in the offices. So, I mean, no, let him cook. I like the move to bring Riley Smith. He's still someone who I think adds value to your to your roster. I definitely do think you should let him do this because he's barely been there long enough Turn the grill on also, too, so let him cook. <laughs> Turn on the grill. Turn on the <laughs> propane at the bottom. <laughs> um, Omar, uh, do we let Kyle Dupas cook, or do we shut him down? Yeah. So, Dupas has to cook because, like, it, it, the success of the Pittsburgh all revolves around Crosby, Malkin, and Latang to an extent, right? And, yes. and if they're still on the team, you have to try to win. That being said, that Tristan Jari contract is shocking to me. I don't know. There's a, that that one like five years at like five point like a little, little over five. I was like, eh. I thought you were gonna say another word that starts with S and H. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so like I feel like Dubis has to cook, but man, like if if all this works out, then hey, you know what? He was able to to take a Pittsburgh team that missed the playoffs last year. You know, and and hopefully they're they're able to be better. But like the rest of the Met- the Metropolitan Division, they got better, and I'm not sure if they are if they've moved the needle as far as their rank. So I think Dubis should shut it down, even though I, I don't know. But I don't know what the what the Carlson what the Carl if the if there's any legitimacy to the, to the Carlson thing of oh, yeah. Carlson becoming a Pittsburgh Penguin. But I think I think Dubis might be putting himself in a position that he ironically has the Leafs in, where you sign a lot of deals that are long term, and then when push comes to shove, and you got to extend other people, it's like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? What do I do? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's my that's where I'm at. Shut uh, Sam, do we let Kyle Dubis cook or do we shut it down? I'm really hurting moments, sir. Mostly because I don't really know what the Penguins' plan is. So I guess the answer is let him cook because I don't know what else they could do. Like, what, what I just, is he supposed to do? I guess that's fair. That is true. I mean, when you have... It's not like he, they're not in a Leaf situation where there's a, like, there's a few limited options for it. It's just kind of like a blank slate. You kind of have to let him cook. That's fair. That is fair. What about Barry Trotz in Nashville getting Ryan O'Reilly on that four-year, $4.5 million deal? Sam, should we let him cook? I say let Barry cook. You want to let Barry Trotz cook? I'll let him let take Barry over. Trotz cook. 
that's fair. Let him take over after David Boyle. We can start going through the, these next few ones a little bit quickly. We don't have to spend too long on them. Uh, we can spend a bit of time on the last guy because uh, we do love the New York Islanders here on the show. Uh, but uh, Avery, Omar, uh, do we let Barry Trotz cook? Oh, yeah. Trotz can definitely cook, I think. I think the, the deals he signed were, were good. I think the Ryan O'Reilly contract's a good value. And again, you have UC Soros, who I I I would be very surprised if they miss the playoffs next year or uh, next season. So I think you put them in a position where they can. And also, like, I don't know if I don't know if Philip Forsberg's extension has already kicked in or if it's going to kick in, but like that's an eight-year contract. So like you have to try to win 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 uh, with longer tier term deals like that. So definitely cook for him. Makes sense. Uh, Avery, did you want to add anything before we go over to uh, the next person that Sam knows very well? Yeah, Barry Trotz. Let him cook all day, doing very well at the grill right now. Ryan Riley deal. I think I'm, I'm impressed with the way you got did to get Riley into Nashville long term. Very impressed there. And the predator, I think next year will be a playoff team. Last year, they almost were last year. They didn't sell for what? Two points last year? They were close. They and they sold at the deadline. That's a yeah, so they were sellers. They sold, they they sold at the deadline. They all yeah. made the playoffs. That's crazy. But no, the Barry Trotz moves so far. As a first time GM, definitely let him cook. Absolutely let him cook. How about Patrick Alvin, uh in Vancouver? Do we let him cook? Sam's just like, I don't want this. <laughs> he should have been taken off the grill a long time ago. I was about to say, man, you should have stopped cooking. Like this, this man, he bought at the deadline for so. I don't know why. Like yeah, I, he he bought at the deadline. Like he sh- like the the grill shouldn't have been on. It should have been like still in his box, bubble wrap, packed everything. Like. Like the food, the food's burnt. Like you know, <laughs> people are crying. You know, the meal sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, so what? it's just like Vancouver. I, I guess they're trying to be good, but they always try to be good. So I, I, I don't know. It, it's the same thing. With, it's the same thing with um, that Sam said earlier. Like I, I don't know what Vancouver is trying to do, and I don't like. I don't know. I, I don't know. So he's going to cook. What he probably shouldn't, but the but the drafts passed. So like you know what, like, hey, make your moves. Like I guess try it at this point. Sam, do you want to put one more quip in before we move on? I mean, there's no point shutting it down now. Is is the issue with Patrick Alvin? Is I would have shut it down. They had they had until like a couple days ago to uh, trade J T Miller from that. Back on contract, I you know I think I'm not I'm not by any means saying he doesn't deserve the eight now. It's just the term on it is just garbage. I thought the moves that they made over the last few days to bolster the defense were decent. Like there isn't anything that I was like ripping my hair out about. Uh, notwithstanding off ice issues, like obviously, I think the defense adding adding Susie adding Cole adding. I can't hear what else they added. Luger. Did we mention Ian Cole? Yeah. Uh... I have no comment there. I thought I thought the Carson no. Susie deal was good. I'm we, fine. We, with we, Carson Susie. Yeah, uh, that was a player I was hoping. To Carson Susie yeah. was good. Yeah. That was that was a good deal. The rest of it, I have no comment on. Yeah. It's a very it's a very diplomatic answer as far as I'm concerned. And I'm with you there. <laughs> um. Danny Briere, I don't know Patrick, what the answer yeah, is. Like, is that cooking? No, I don't either. Cooking? I don't know what he's doing. 
That's true, because you could be cooking, but you could be cooking, like, what's a really bad... A well-cooked steak. Oh! I'll add a steak. Oh. Avery, you are getting it from all sides, buddy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, he gets... Thank you know what? God. Maybe... Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe hot dogs are more your speed. Ew! Hot dogs suck, too! Gross! Hot dogs? <laughs> you told me, yo... I'm gonna throw myself through the grill. You give me a hot dog in a barbecue. I will throw myself through the grill. You want a hot dog? Nah, burgers or corn? Hot dog? Get out my piece. Of that. <laughs> so, no hot dogs. So when you see Joey Chestnut uh, chewing down uh, hot dogs at uh, every year for July Fourth, how do you feel about that? Revolting. <laughs> Why do you hate hot dogs so much? It's it's lips and butts. It's it's fair part. Of the cow or a pig or whatever else that's on the farm. No, thank you. If lips and butts were cookies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Uh, what about Danny Briere? Uh, just, we don't have to go through this one super in depth. Uh, just pointing him out just because of the fact that obviously the Philadelphia Flyers are at a point where they're going through some changes. They got Matthew Mitchkoff. They drafted yeah. Matthew Mitchkoff. Do we let him cook? Yeah, I, th I think he made a lot of good deals as well. I think even like uploading or offloading Kevin Hayes, and yeah, you're retaining at 50%, but it's only three years. You know, I think as far as, you know, selling the players that you have to get future assets and future prospects, I think he's done a really good job there. Now, when it comes to actually like buying and making the team better, like we're not going to see that for a couple of years now, but I feel as far as where the Flyers are now, I think he's been doing a good job. So yeah, Cook, I think there are, there are other players who probably will be dealt if not, this summer than definitely next year's trade deadline. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next person on my list. I'll let Avery answer this one. What about Pat Verbeek in Anaheim? He takes Leo Carlson second overall, and it looks like the longest term we've give, seen given out to anybody, or at least the, the contract that we've seen where we've all been kind of scratching our heads, is the deal that Alex Kalorn got in Anaheim. Uh, what do you think of... Uh, yeah, that's a... I'll make sure I get the specific number right because for whatever reason they keep confusing the term and the number. But what do you think of what Pat Verbeek is doing at Anaheim? Should we let him cook or should we let him stop? Uh, also, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what they make it Pat Verbeek cooking. Not, I mean, Anaheim has to win eventually to what they have. So I, I guess let him cook. See what else he does because you've got guys like Vigris, Terry. And depending on what he does with John Gibson, who I do think will eventually move, I guess I'm cooked because in that division right now through Anaheim, you got to find a way to compete because I think you've got a chance to get a wild card spot somewhere somehow in that West. So I guess I'm cooked. See what he can do before the season begins. I'm still confused about whether or not John Gibson wants out of Anaheim or not. <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, hey, we all enjoyed uh, the back and forth between the. Uh, John Gibson's agent and uh, Frank Sorvalli. What do we all think of that? Uh, fighting on the timeline. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> like you like no one no one has cell phones anymore. You can descend you can descend the meta tech. <laughs> no. It is <laughs> I I said it before and I I'll I said it before. We just need just an attention out for a charity, one off event, put it on Sportsnet on TNT. Agent versus media. If you have if you have beef, if you have some little beef on hockey Twitter, like a ten a ten fight card, get the beef, let's get out and be good for training camp. Let's get out there for Oh man, let let Alan Walsh go up against anybody really. I'm sure 
Make it like one of those, like, a steel cage match. Alan Walsh versus everyone. <laughs> I'm sure someone at some point, I'm, pr- I'm sure someone at some point has had something with Alan Walsh. Um, last one on the list, and uh, I'll, I'll start with Sam and everyone else can jump in whenever. Uh, Lula Amorello in the New York, with uh, the New York Islanders. Uh, do we let him cook or do we take him off the grill? Uh, take him off the grill. Ooh, okay. Why should we? Why should we make him stop? Why is it? Why is it time for dear old Lou Lavarello to stop cooking? Um, I can't say with a straight face. I'm sorry. Well, this is a man who, in like the last five years, has traded Devontae's for two second round picks. Uh, gave Bo Horvat over eight million dollars, and then was like, I don't know why people are handing out these contracts. Like, bro, you're the one signing the contract. Uh, fired his coach without talking to any of the players. And uh, just generally, you know, I feel like you should not let such a person cook. I wouldn't want to eat what he was cooking. <laughs> you you weren't you were down with any of the hot dogs or the burgers he was making? Absolutely not. I do not want to eat at this restaurant. <laughs> I'd be the bill so I could leave. Give me the bill. I'll I take my service off of it. Islanders fans get mad at me. I don't want to eat at the Connects restaurant either. I just like don't have a choice. I I have no uh I have nothing to say about uh, the New York Islanders, but uh yeah, he did give out some uh, pretty long term deals. Uh, he yeah, gave like an eight year deal to Elias Rorkin. Scott Mayfield got seven years. Pierre Engvall got us like shut it down. Pierre Engvall got a seven-year deal. Why? Like three million. Why? The Sorokin deal is cool. That one's yeah. That one. But why? Shut it down. No, they they they. they, As soon as I saw that deal, I was like, someone like that was legend. How old is he again? Eighty. Man. Yeah, he's like his man. He needs he needs to pass the freaking spatula to someone else and let someone else cook because damn, like jeez. Speaking of that, give me one second. Oh, 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 no! He's gonna, he's gonna come back with a spatula. Oh my god! For those, oh, for those only god. listening, get the screen caps ready. Avery oh, left. My god! Oh my god! Yeah, oh, there's an empty seat. Which is that? Um, I feel that Lou should have stopped cooking after he gave Leo Komarov that last contract. Yo, man, honestly. Like, like they are, they are some bad. Funniest any time. Who well, I think Josh was it Josh Bailey who just came who just came off a bad deal as well. Okay, like yeah. man. Okay, Avery, why did you have to step out and leave? Because I did. I'm I'm green with Omar Lou. Oh my lord! Put Lou. down the tongs. Put down the spatula. Cook <laughs> <laughs> at that grill again. The bad deal. The length you signed that gang ball deal. Please mm. pass this stuff. Off to Eric Tulski. He's let him cook in New York next. Please. This, this man had tongs, a wooden spoon. <laughs> I put oh, the down too as well. <laughs> oh no! Oh. A rolling pin? No, damn. Show the rolling pin, please. You go right here. We're the Ooh. video watching. Jesus, star. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, that's a deep cut indeed for a lot of people. Um, all right, that's gonna do it for that segment. I'm glad we had as much fun as we did. <laughs> um what about uh William Nylander in Toronto? Uh he is in yeah. need of an extension. 
Uh, Chris Johnson says that negotiations are not going well, and he may want a contract that will pay him at least $10 million on his next deal. Uh, is it worth it for the Toronto Maple Leafs to give William Nylander a contract that will pay him $10 million at least? Is that a good deal? Is that a bad deal? Should they learn? Should they should they think about moving on from William Nylander, Will Nye, as some people would like to call him? I mean, so there there are two ways and two perspectives to 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 think about it. Like obviously you could think about it on the lines of like the team and fans, and you could think about it from the lens of Nylander. Does now does it make sense that Nylander is asking for 10? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now people will say, like, oh, but what about Pasternak? And what about Meyer? Okay, yeah, but what about the players on his team? Now, are now is Nylander as good as as good as Marner? Eh, I I don't know. Like a lot of a lot of people, but a lot of people people have the debate, superstar versus Lee, whatever. But like like regardless, when when those initial contracts w- went down, Nylander took his contract at six point nine, right? And then Marner out of an ELC got pretty much eleven year eleven million over six years. So if I'm Nylander, I'm looking at that, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll just wait, right? I know everyone everyone is saying, at least I believe like the belief is that they want Nylander, you know, to take a couple million off, you know, get a get a lower cap deal and cap hit, at least a more manageable cap hit. But if I'm Nylander, if no one else on the team is doing that, why am I going to do that? So far, the only person who's actually who's taken a taken a pay cut was a uh, Morgan Riley at seven, at seven and a half, uh, seven and a half with, with his attention. Besides that, Matthews didn't didn't take a pay cut. Marner didn't take take a pay cut. So why should Nylander? Now, can the Leafs afford that? Absolutely not. So if if he's not willing to budge from the ten, then they then I don't know. I, I feel this is my my perspective is that you will you will not win a William Nylander trade. You won't you won't. So I I hope that they do whatever they can to try to see if they can figure it out and get it and get a deal signed. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's like nine point seven or nine point five or something. Like nine point five, I, I think I think would work. But then you also have to ask yourself, okay, well, like, are you going to let a whole lot of negotiation fall because of five hundred thousand dollars? Whatever. That 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 that's a different story. But the least can afford another double digit player. They can't. They 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 have they have too many. And we've seen time and time again how having double digit players has been impacting our salary cap. So. I hope there's a way that they can that they can work it out. I think one thing that could work is if Matthews signs first, and then you see what his cap hit is, and if he takes a if he takes a takes a bit of a cut, then it might be easier to say, okay, other people in the league didn't take a cut, but like here's Matthews, the best player on the team, and took took a hit. Are you willing to do the, the same thing? And then hopefully they re, kind of re- reintroduce a new level of understanding where it's like, hey, you can either maximize all the money you make in it in, in your career, or you can try to win a championship, try to build a championship team. So we'll see. I, I, I but I, as of now, it's, I, I'm having a bad feeling about this. I hope William Nylander doesn't take a pay cut because I think I can understand why he wants to be recognized as one of the premier wingers in this league and get paid as much. Uh, Ilmar, you could probably tell me a lot better than I could. When we see those Leafs playoff runs and the way that they do, I see a lot of people throwing blame at Austin Matthews for not showing up to the occasion. I see a lot of people throw shade on Mitch Marner for not showing up to the occasion. William Nylander and his his defensive flaws and all, however you want to put it, he finds a way to produce in the playoffs. I'm not saying he does it at a point where it's this high mark, but he finds a way to do it despite some of his other slightly more talented counterparts performing. 
maybe that and changes improved in other markets areas too. Yep, and maybe that changes in another market with other different set of talent around him. Yeah. But I'm looking at a player who should be coming into some of his best years of his career, and $10 million, considering the cap is supposed to go up in a few years, it's a little bit more palatable compared to like $12, 13000000 million for this player. I, I, I understand the apprehension, uh, with regards to you know paying another double digit player on this particular team, but I'll tell you what, if I'm a GM that's out there looking at how bad those negotiations are, I pick up the phone, I call Brad for a living, and I'm like, hey, I see you're cooking over there. Uh, can I get a plate? We should have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I like William Nylander. I think he'd be a good fit for for a lot of people's top lines, and depending on if he wants to commit to an extension or not, that may depend on what other assets you might be willing to give up. I can think of a team out west that uh, knows uh, Brad Living pretty well, and maybe might be interested in dealing for 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 William Nylander. I mean, I hope you like Noah Hannafin. <laughs> I, I I repeat my stance: we we do not win a William Nylander trade. So if you get like a first round pick next year, like Noah Hannafin, what's a first round pick going to do for us, man? We're trying to win a cup. So like if, if I'm trading Nylander, I want like either like like impact players or like young players who are just about to like come into their own. You know, I don't think picks and prospects are aren't gonna aren't gonna do it unless again no, you're right. they're like NHL ready prospects. No, you're right. That's fair. Yeah. And I don't think if if you're looking for that, I don't think Calgary's gonna provide you Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're of the highest quality compared to some other teams who might be in a better position. To do that, I don't know what New Jersey's prospect pool is, but then again, they've kind of already shorted up their top six. Oh my god, that would be so annoying. Well, you don't want William Nylander in a, in a New Jersey Devils jersey, yo. Like, you know how stacked the Devils are now? Yeah, they're pretty stacked right like, now. Like, they they signed Timo Meyer, they got Tyler Safoli in a trade. We, oh my god, I think that was as good as the Flames were going to get in that trade. 31 years old, coming off his best year. They get a 25-year-old Igor Sharangovich in a pick. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a bit biased on that. Um, Avery, what do you think about the whole William Nylander discourse before we go to Sam? Uh, I think, once again, I'm very much pro-player. Get your money. Get paid. I'm not really... Again, you know how short careers are in hockey. So you live in the window to get as much as you can. So if I'm Nylander, I'm an agent. I definitely stand firm on wanting uh, $10 million. Unfortunately, like Omar said, that probably means he won't be a lease for much longer. And that means he'll be on the move eventually. But I know if Nylander does the Eastern Conference, once again, I do want to point out again, since Omar said, bring me, I, I just want some peace in the East. Again, he has had zero zero in the Eastern Conference. Zero. You put that on yourself. I know. William Nylander on the Devils, which is add to that. And I'm just bringing them up as an example. I don't know <laughs> if they would even be able to make a deal work. I'm just. I just thought of a random Eastern Conference team. Uh, Sam, what do you think of 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 William Nylander asking for ten million and whether or not the Leafs should give it to him? Um, I have honestly been bewildered by Leafs fans who are like upset at this man for asking for $10 million. No. It makes and I and I know like it's not all these fans. I've seen a lot of these fans being like that's a reasonable ask. But the ones who are like really mad at him and being like he's not a $10 million player, like 
he's been your most consistent player in the playoffs. Yep. For several seasons. Yep. He is the yep. one player who doesn't vanish in the postseason. Yep. He is the one player who took the most team-friendly deal of the last, when you were talking about the big four. And yep. Hawks on these rants about how Mitch Marner, is he a future ho- hockey Hall of Famer and should he be paid $12 million? And now this is the guy you're going to give shit for asking for $10 million because he knows what he's worth? Like, come on. I know they're your favorite team, but get a grip on reality, guys. Like, he is going to get $10 million on the open market, and he deserves it. And good for him for asking for what he deserves. Like, he is not an $8 million player. No. He does not deserve to make less money than JT Miller. Like, no. This is absurd. This whole conversation is absurd. Give the man $10 million. Yo, when you put it like that, yo, how much, wait, how much does JT Miller make? Said, yeah. And, and okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. And and you want a low ball? A 40 gold guy? Again, he had 40 gold last year. Anyone tell him not to take less, fam? You're nuts. And so yeah, like one of the few players who I mean, I don't I don't know. He maybe I don't follow the Leafs as closely as Omar does, but he's one of the few players who seems to be able to just let the heat in Toronto roll off. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's it's an incredible quality. Like it, yeah. it's honestly admirable that he does not care. And I think people want to punish him for that. He should be celebrated for that. Instead, fans are like, "Well, he doesn't seem like he cares." Like, okay, but he's showing up. That's the whole point. You, yeah. The way the best way to show you care is to show up. Mm-hmm. And the ones who right. uh, and the ones who cared too much or couldn't or couldn't handle him when they cared went to Nashville. Oh. Anyway, uh, so. Avery, Avery, you wrote something in the chat that I think you're allowed to say on wax the only, here. The only nog I will come out and I'll come up with cornrows on IG. Though the only knock I'll have when you're <laughs> the Allen Iverson cornrows. Like, what? I was oh, God. Wild. Well, now when you put it up that way, if you give him the $10 million, maybe those actually make a comeback. Maybe he shouldn't get paid at all. <laughs> maybe you have to hold back money. Those cornrows were such a bad fashion choice for him. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he probably just was just like, "Hey, why not?" Like knowing Neil Lighter is probably just like a, "Hey, why not?" But just like riffraff. What's he look like? The only other way it would have looked worse is if he like came back from some vacation with like dreads. <laughs> you guys, I have. Sorry, I I don't think I've told you this before. I have like. A folder of screenshots from oh my October god 22nd 2021 of just like various leaf stands takes about willie holding out last time and the contract and they're oh. like my favorite thing to read when i need a good laugh okay well let's let's go through it now you gotta unearth the best ones for us please yes uh i gotta, gotta it's all good we yeah that was that was a breath. dark that was a dark time Marner Marner most likely will take a hometown discount. I'll bet he signs for eight. <laughs> Old takes exposed. Nah. <laughs> oh my god. And and the the funny thing is is that he should have made eight. He should have made eight. But like that that that's one area with. <laughs> 
that's one area that like I I I will always have some type of like grudge towards Dubis with like the way he handled those initial negotiations like the Matthews one whatever but like the martyr one man like ah I feel like I feel like he be he could have put his foot down a little more on certain situations because yeah like the fact that you see Neil Ender making 6.9 and and martyr makes like all nearly nearly 11 out of his ELC I think get a 94 point season which is great which is cool but like yeah that's a jump man Oh my gosh. Sam, can you give us another one? This is like in response to some guy's theory that Michael Nylander was like the double. Oh, that's coming back again. Yeah. Wait, what? Right. When yeah. that he's he's the reason he was holding out. So yeah. when Matthews and Marner and others take massive hometown discounts to stay with the Leafs, you will be proven right. We're the same reason Nylander won't take a discount to stay. Man, this you have a whole folder of people just being wrong. Yo, there there is a pocket of Leafs fans that are straight up delusional. Like they they think Nylander is like the most pretentious, stuck up human being to have ever existed in the history of ever. When he literally is just a a guy who likes to play hockey. Like, like that, that that's it and they, they, they make him out to be like the dumbest thing oh he doesn't board check he doesn't back check I'm like okay so thanks for telling me you didn't watch a single game this year thank you like oh my god do you remember a ex-NHL who will not be named who was a ghoul who went on Twitter and said oh the Leafs lost because these guys like Nylander and, and, and their, their handbags and their fashion like really oh really who said that again? I know we're not going to say their name, but man, just write write in our secret chat who it was. Um, that, <laughs> like I I forgot about that. Yes, Sam, can you give us one more? Marner doesn't care about money like Nylander. He's a hometown boy. Mitch will take a discount. See how important <laughs> I'm. See how important I'm. Cap everybody. Y'all understand the vibes. Doesn't care about money. Y'all gonna tell me Mitch Marner. Younger, I'm not saying he's not a good hockey player. Y'all gonna tell me Mitch Marner don't care about money? That's cat. People That's got big to, cat. People think it's the 19, it's the 1940s. The whole game, they'll play for nothing. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, back, yeah, back in the 1940s when they were paying, when they were playing for you know 12 guineas a game. Oh, I oh my gosh, this one. If Marner gets 10, it's because he probably deserved more. He will sign a fair contract and give a little back to make sure the team can compete because he's a good kid who wants to win. I would think the points slow down at some point, but if they don't, that's awesome. Bye, Willie. Bye, Willie. You know what's always funny, too? And shows how some fans don't know, not all fans, but some. Oh, some yeah. go Nylander. Oh, that dang European. If you knew your hockey, you would know where you was born in. You would know where you was born in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Canadian kid. Why do you think well, I suggested the Flames? There are a lot of Leafs fans who, like, don't understand, or at least who don't understand, like, why the flip on Marner was so drastic after his, his contract negotiations. It's because of every single thing Sam read. People expected him to be the person who took a discount because he's from the area and he's a, you know, he's a, grew up a Leafs fan and stuff. And then it turns out 
he did the thing that every NHL player will do, and which is that they want to make the most money as money possible, right? Like hockey is a is a strange freaking sport. Like the fact that people are getting injured every single game is is a miracle. So it's just like, like why why are we doing this again? Like, well, oh, we're gonna bring it. Oh, Nylander is the greedy one. Nylander is so bad. He is horrible. And then watching two years when Marner needs, needs to negotiate and ask for 15 million times eight or more. Like, it's, 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 so, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because I feel like even this year, I feel like Nylander has done what he can to, like, the, the things that Leafs fans love. More, you know, more engaged, you know, but more committed to the, to the other, other end of the ice scoring a lot of overtime winners, showing up in the playoffs again. Like, all the things we criticized Matthews and Marner for not doing, Nylander started doing more and still didn't get, and still didn't get any any praise for it. So, let, let, let's, let, let's cut the BS. As call, call what it is. You do not like him personally because of X, Y, and Z. So, let's stop making it about his play on the ice or him as a player because there's, Nylander is not the only player in the NHL who is more offensively inclined and is improving on his defense. So let's just call a spade a spade here. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for the William Nylander portion of our show. <laughs> As we end off uh, the final episode of uh, season three of Zone Time, I ask you all to give me one bold prediction that could happen between now and the start of the next regular season. It could literally be anything. Like it could be a player getting traded. It could be a player getting signed. It could be... I don't know. You know what? You could even say, like, hey, you know what? This team's going to win the Cup next year, or this this player is going to score, like, 60 goals. Just get, just leave us with one bold prediction that totally won't come back to bite you in the ass if you get it wrong. Hmm. Totally not. Um, I'm going to start, and I'm going to say that I know a lot of people are very confident that Austin Matthews is going to stay. I think he's going to start the season without a contract extension. And it's going to start an entire year where everyone's going to wonder where he's going to go. And I think it ultimately leads with him flirting with like LA and New York and stuff. And I I don't think we're getting a contract extension. This That's my bold prediction. Not to say he might not get it next summer. I don't think he's getting a contract extension this summer. They're not in a rush to do it. I don't think he gets a contract extension this summer. I think he just chills. I think he enters the final year of his deal and he considers all of his options. And then he's like, all right, cool. You know, maybe you can figure something out. Doesn't seem like he was going to sign eight years anyway. So, no. So, that's my bold prediction. I don't think Austin Matthews signs a contract extension this offseason. He willingly enters the next season uh, with one year left on his deal and realizes the situation that he's in. But it could ultimately result in him maybe flirting with leaving. Avery, do you have a bold prediction? I do. It's a very spicy take. I do think that we will hear before the season begins. It's going to start. With some, we've seen smoke already. We've seen smoke. Who's going to grow? It's going to grow. Who's going to grow? We're going to hear an announcement. Not for it. We're going to hear for very soon. Formal announcement of the NHL returning to Atlanta or Houston expansion. Okay, so we're gonna hear that. We're gonna hear that before the season starts. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna hear either. By, we're gonna hear. We're gonna say for twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven. We're putting a team back in Atlanta or in Houston for twenty twenty six. 
Okay. All right. I like it. Sam, do you have a bold prediction? Uh, my bold prediction is that the Canucks aren't going to be able to sign Elias Pettersson to a long-term contract and that at best, because he's an RFA, it's going to be another bridge. Mm. Why do I have a feeling he's not going to end his career in Vancouver? Why do I feel like he's just going to leave and go somewhere else? Imagine. Could you imagine that? Imagine if they could have afforded to give him a long-term contract. And instead, he's probably going to... I think if he signs a three-year contract, it takes him to the end of either Demko or Quinn Hughes' contract. And I think that's probably... Omar, we end with you. One bold prediction. Um, so this would be really funny. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, I think Connor Hellebuck gets traded to St. Louis. Oh, because I think the blues are done with Bennington. So I think you swap because there's term on that deal. And I, I think, I think they're, I think he, he's not as good and he's giving them way too much BS and all, and all, all this noise. Whereas Connor Hellebuck, he does his job. He's quiet. He's a good goalie. And again, I don't think they're planning on missing the playoffs next year. Like the St. Louis, they always do this thing where, like, if they know they're not going to make it, they 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 sell, they recoup assets, and they try again. So I think this could be an interesting situation to get a new number one goalie and then try to you know kind of start a new regime. So I don't know. I I think it would be funny, but I also think it kind of makes sense too. So I think Hellebuck is going to be uh, part of the St. Louis Blues, and Jordan Bennington is going to be part of Winnipeg's attempts to reform their room. Imagine being like, hey, we're going to change our culture. <laughs> Jordan Bennington is here. <laughs> Water bottle flies. Water bottle just flies like in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's what's probably going to happen. Uh, you know, I like I the predictions, though. I didn't want to be mean, but I thought about for a second that we talked about bold. I thought about for my bold prediction. Nerfred Hughes. <laughs> I mean, listen... I'm just yo. If that happens, if that happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna record that clip and then pin it on my Twitter account because <laughs> that came out of it was a straight up joke and that actually became true. That'd be hilarious. Sam became a meme for reacting to how her face was. <laughs> that was one of my. That was one of my favorite. That that might have been my favorite moment all season. Of just seeing Sam just completely horrified. I know sometimes we'll be like, "What was your favorite zone time over the year?" Uh, that is easily that for me. I can't just seeing <laughs> Sam's face just completely horrified at mm -hmm. the fact that that's uh, one of the worst things Omar's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it's hilarious how it went because again, you for the first like the first three seasons of Zone Time, it's always been Sam saying that she 100% agrees with everything I say and knows that that one moment where everything just changed, and it was no, like can't have the merch. <laughs> oh. Uh, Dude, like, think about it. I'll get I'll get my I'll get my no peace in the east shirt made because boy. We really do yeah. need some time merch. Next season. It saves us for like three seasons. Mm. Maybe. About three seasons. At least yeah. at least season two, we were definitely asking about it. I was just about to say, uh, there's a reality where uh the uh Zadina really got picked before Quidius. Y'all ever think about that? I think about it all the time. It was like <laughs> One of the only good moments of being a Canucks fan in the last 10 years. I like, I remember sitting there being like, there's no way 
Detroit doesn't take the Michigan Wolverine. Yeah. Who's Quinn Hughes. Oh. And then they didn't. And then they took... Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, I mean, they got Moritz Sider. He's pretty good. He's great. But also, he's not good. And who we all thought was actually a really good cook. But it's like, I don't know what's happened to his taste buds. Yeah, he's got to stop. <laughs> he's got to stop. Yeah. Oh, CGY? CGY's got to stop. He's got to stop, man. Steve Eisterbeth, man, man. Like, hold on, hold on. Let's, I I need, I need to like do like a full on rundown of all of the assignments. Maffling, draft, and off season so far. Like, no idea what this man is doing. Like three point four for Justin Hall, Steve, Steve, Steve. Look, look at me, Steve. I, I don't you know, know what intervention it. for Steve Eiserman. Yo, honestly, man, I would, I would, I would be like Steve. Listen, okay. I know that you have no reason to listen to anything I say. Okay, you, you've been called Steve. You why? You've been called a magician. However, yeah, comma, you relinquish that as soon as you put pen to paper and wrote Justin Hall's name and wrote a three point four million dollar cap hit. Why? 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 I, I like like do they is there no one else? Anytime teams do that, I'm like, was there no one else? Like, do you not have like a like a prospect like who's just ready to go? Like 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 no one else? And for that long? Why? How long is it for like, Chester? That's not even like the only No. Question there. Like listen, I I love JT Confer. Like I love him. I'm a huge JT Confer fan. Yeah. 5.1 for five years for JC Confer. Modified no trade. Yo, teams need to flipping chill out with their trade clauses. Who yeah. got Julian? Julian, this is your time. Go, go off. I saw your tweet. Go off. This is your time. Okay. I just want to say this. I have nothing against Travis Hamnick as a person. <laughs> I can understand that he has uh, family things with his, his children. That, you know, being in a situation like in Ottawa where he can rely on the fact that he can stay in a market for more than a year and not have to worry about being put on waivers, I can respect from his vantage point that he has allowed that. At the same time, it's Travis Hamannick on a two-year deal with a $1.1 million AAV. And a lot of other NHL players have families that go through a whole bunch of different stuff. Why, brother in Christ, Travis Hamannick, why was he deserving of a no-movement clause? Why are GMs allowed? And I get it. Some people are going to hear this and be like, oh, you're not being pro-player, player, pro-player, and why, you know, you, you you out here handcuffing these players when they're not making enough messages. Oh, you're giving an excuse to the GMs uh, because they, they throw, they're the ones throwing it out. Get mad at them. Okay. Stop throwing these damn things out, okay? There's no the reason for this. The funniest part about the about the no move clause is that uh, let me read you this this headline from David Quadrelli of Canucks Army from one year ago. Shout out David Quadrelli. Report: Senators were the only team that wanted Travis Havanick from the Canucks. Oh, the Canucks literally couldn't trade him. That's another thing I don't get. It's Travis Havanick. Like we're, I promise we're team, you, were teams calling saying like, "Yo, yo, we want Hamannick on our team." Like, hey, okay. man, we're Travis Hamannick away. Why does he need an NFC? You don't need to give him an NFC. 
You don't. It's completely unnecessary. It's completely yeah. unnecessary as a player. He can catch on in Ottawa and stay there and do whatever you need to do without giving it a dead MC. I promise you. It's Travis Habanick. Yeah, it is. It is so funny. I know it's different rules, but it's so funny how, say, for example, there's only one domain clause in the entire NBA and belongs to Bradley Beal. Ten players in the history of the NBA have had a true no trade clause. <laughs> Ten. It's, like, it's wild, man. But like, we give it Travis Hamannick an NMC for two years? Two. One, two. Yeah. And just teams are like handcuffing themselves, man, because like you already have you already have a flat cap to contend with. And now and now now it's at the point where like even if you wanted to move him, you can't because you can say like no. you see that you see those three letters? Don't talk no, to me. Sam, Sam, you know what's a funny you know what's a funny explanation? Some people are saying, hey, well, you know. The NMC keeps the keeps the cap hit down. What for Travis Hamanick? So what he wanted? What what he you wanted? One point five. You see these contracts that are being given out for people. What they had to worry about is Travis Hamanick. He's a number six defenseman. Y'all could have had him without the NMC. Good for him that he's able to get that. And again, for for whatever situation he's going through, look, I'm not mad at the player. If we were all in that same situation, you asked for the NMC. But why? Why did you feel the need to give him this? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe people are going to continue to get mad at me about this, but I, I don't know, man. Don't And please don't mistake me for doing this as someone who is on the side of owners and billionaires and GMs and all that. No, 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 no. But I do think it's ridiculous that anybody and everybody who is eligible to get an NMC can get an NMC. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't think he I don't think you need to do that. And I'm not going to be hypocritical. My team has done has the David Camp has a has a modified modified no trade clause. I, I don't know why. He's a he's the fourth line center. Like I I, I don't know why. Why? But they 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 need man. It won't happen. But it'd be really, really cool if the next in CBA they like caps how many t- how many like trade clauses you can have like on your payroll or something because. Jeez, man, it's getting out of hand. No, it's it's. Anyway, I just had to speak my piece on that. If people want to get mad at me about that, uh, JKA McKenzie is my Twitter handle. <laughs> you know, you should just like post the the Jon Snow battle battle gif. Yeah, like just... all the people are just <laughs> as soon as the episode goes live. But I also think I'm right, and I think there are people who would agree with me on that point. I know I know Rachel Dory at least shared a very similar. Uh, expression. If I have to be at a point where Rachel Dory and I have to fight people off on Twitter together, I think I'll be okay. Mm. I think I, I I should be okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like she's ever gone through any controversy before. No, everyone likes her. She's fine. Um, joking, of course. Friend of the show, Rachel Dory. Uh, I think that's it for today's edition, the final edition of season three of Zone Time. Uh, friends, we managed to get through another season of the show without anything breaking. Uh, always a pleasure doing these weekly recordings with you guys. We, we've come a long way from the 10, 15 minute vignettes to hour long shows. That's uh, and Yeah. I forgot that we this before. I know you, you just have to focus on one topic, but that was it. When we were yeah. deep into lockdown, we were yeah. deep into lockdown. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was twice a week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I mean, that was it was good. Plus, like, you know, 
all the different people who were coming in and out and all that. That was a fun time. It's still a fun time now. Uh, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Omar. Um, thank you to everyone else who has appeared on the show this year. Arun, Srinivasan, of course. You got to shout him out as well. Mm. Uh, Nick Ashburn has also made an appearance on the on the show this year, too. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. It's not like in previous years we've had so many more other people join us, but the, definitely the cast and, and characters who have been on the show. Uh, thank you all so much. Thank you to everyone who listens to the show, who watches the show, uh, even people who just comment on the clips on Twitter or just approach us individually and say, hey, great job with the show. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Kieran Breen, and thank you, Mackenzie Liddell as well, uh, for producing and making sure that the uh, the show uh, runs as smoothly as it does. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Uh, always shout out to Antoman, though, uh, who gave us the idea for the show, and we've been able to take it off and uh, have it where it is at. Um, yeah, I think that's all the thanks that are necessary uh, for season three of uh, Zone Time. So for everybody here, I'm Julian. Since so long, enjoy your summer, and uh, we'll be back hopefully with season four of our brilliant show here on Yahoo Sports. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.